Hello once again, or hello for the first time. This is Paul and I talking sports. I'm Jason. That's Paul. How's it going, guys? This is episode 10 for September 20th, 2021. Make sure to check us out on Facebook. Give us a like if you like. Uh, or And or check out our Twitter page at P.I. Talk Sports. Let's get to it. What did we watch this week? Uh, before we do that, I got a, a little personal update. I went back to work for the first time in four months today. Hey! Uh, so my leg is definitely a little sore, but felt good most of the day. And so I'm back at work now. So that's a good thing. Uh, start with the, our weekly Brewers update. Uh, they clinched the a, at least a playoff spot this weekend. They're still... Two wins or Cardinals losses from the division, but we are in the officially in the playoffs. They went zero and two against the Tigers and two and one against the Cubs. So, not the greatest of weeks, but again, we clinched a playoff spot. So, that's a good thing. Brewers legend uh, Ryan Braun announced his retirement over the last week. Uh, he had a 296 career batting average, 352 home runs, which was the most for the Brewers all time. A uh, little controversial because of the steroids thing and then the lying about it and all that. I guess for me, I don't necessarily have... I, I do, but I, it's not a huge deal for me about the steroids thing because everyone was doing it at the time. Still don't like it, but I can get past that. The lying about it and throwing the collector under the bus, I have more of an issue with. But overall, a great Brewers career. The first Brewers playoff success since 82 came in him and... Uh, Prince Fielder's heydays, and happy trails to Ryan Braun, a Brewer's great. Yeah, sure. I'd, I'm a little saltier about the steroids thing. It It's just a bad look, and then, like you say, the lying. And I remember when the steroids thing first came out, there was this whole idea that, look, just if you get caught, just be like, yeah, I did it, and everybody will forgive you. And that's more or less what happened. It was the guys like Clemens and Bonds and Braun that combated it and then ended up getting busted anyway that really paid the price. Andy Pettit continued to play as far as I'm concerned, as far as I remember. So, and even then, I think they still get off light. That's a little light. I mean, stare. It's against the rules, man. It's it's not. See, the it it wasn't at the time. That's the. Thing. Well, it, it was when Ryan Braun was. It taken. was when Braun was busted. Yes, it was. I. And it certainly was when Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire were doing it. Uh, it's just nasty, and, and that just you know I hadn't thought about this in years, but that just brings me back to when Bonds and McGuire and Sosa were smashing were, were home smashing runs home runs, racing day. to like break the record by like twenty home runs or whatever it was. And everybody knew they were juicing. Everybody knew it, but they were passing all whatever piss tests they were getting. So 
I guess it's okay. Well, that, and fans still like. I just ugh. I, if I didn't like baseball already before that, it really just soured me to the whole thing because of how hypocritical that is. You know, look at the way baseball is revered with all the history and oh, it's a stats game and this, that, the other thing. And here's these guys going and smashing all that. And I'm, you know, there are definitely people who took offense to that, but by and large, it didn't, you know, it didn't ruin anybody. It didn't ruin anything. So where's the accountability? Where's the punishment for that? They just get to have had now Barry Bonds is like, well, I got the record now. So whatever. Well, and I, I guess the, the ironic thing about it is Bud Selig knew what was going on, but he turned a blind eye to it because after the, uh, strike in 94 that essentially could have ruined baseball. The 98 season, the uh, McGuire and Sosa run, it, it helped bring baseball's popularity back. So Selig turned a blind eye to it, probably could have shut it down sooner than he did it, the only reason it brought, I would say the only reason it brought baseball pop, any popularity is because everybody knew they were on steroids. It had nothing to do with them actually breaking records. It was why and how they were breaking those records that brought the, like any pub's good pub, right? So I guess if you're, if your major league baseball empire is failing, yeah, any pub would be good pub, I guess, at that point. So maybe that is how Bud Selig saved the MLB, but. That doesn't mean I'm not going to shake my finger and be like, "Shame on them." I agree with you. I guess it's I'm. I guess I'm not over it, but I, it doesn't really bother me so much. I I don't know. Uh, one more baseball note. Uh, we had uh, Derek Jeter uh, finally getting elected into the Hall of Fame. He had a 310 career batting average, two, 260 home runs. Not the greatest offensive numbers, but he was a shortstop that played in New York. He had the uh, famous uh, flip flip play, if you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Sure. I'm sure yep. most of you guys out there do. Legendary career, five World Series rings, and Jeter finally gets into the Hall of Fame. Well, finally, I think it was the first chance at it. Was well, it he he would he would have been last year had uh, oh, the I see what you're saying. Okay, not sure. got shut down. So, uh, missed out by one vote on a uh, 100% uh, vote. Mariano Rivera is still the only one that has gotten 100%. Probably will be. Well, whoever was the one vote is trolling. Obviously, uh, obviously yes. I hate that. <laughs> uh, some other Hall of Fame news. We had the NV- NBA ceremony. Uh, the big names that got in. Ben Wallace won a title for uh, with the Pistons in 04. Uh, Chris Weber, legendary uh, member of the Fab Five Michigan team. His re- reputation kind of soured a little bit after that. Didn't have the... He had a he had a very good uh, NBA career, but never won a title. Paul Pierce for the Celtics won a title in 08 with uh, Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett, and then Chris Bosh who won two rings with the Heatles. 
The Heatles? The Miami, the Miami Heat, LeBron, uh, four-year run. Why'd you call them the Heatles, That's though? That's what people called the team. I don't know. I, I'm surprised you never heard that term I've before. never heard that term. Okay. No. Is that, that like that's the a, that's... Beatles with the Heat? Yeah. Okay. No, I never heard that. They didn't have five or four good play. Well, I guess Shane Battier could be the fourth Beatle. Because he's awesome. He's the most efficient player in NBA history, for the record. <laughs> Chris Webber, that that kind of... Like, I'm sure if if you looked at his resume, yeah, maybe is Hall of Fame. But it, it kind of... It's funny because you said Chris Webber and my brain was like, I don't know if he really should have been a Hall of Famer. And then the first thing you say wasn't even anything to do with his NBA career. Which kind of validated my little concern there. Yeah, power forward, he played a long time, but he never really did anything. To be fair, I mean, he was on shitty Sacramento teams basically his whole career. Well, okay, but if he was really a Hall of Famer, I don't think those teams have been shitty. I I don't like that one. I I mean, he's he's doing great work in the booth now, and he had a fine career, as I remember, but Hall of Famer? I I don't know. I don't know if I buy that. Ben Wallace is even borderline for me, but his defensive prowess was uncanny, and that's really what. That, that's why. Sets that's why he apart. got in. Yeah, he definitely didn't get in because of his offense. No. Uh, anything else to add to there? No, no, that's it. The other two guys. As much as I dislike Paul Pierce, I mean, yeah, he's Hall of Fame. Yeah, I get it. And Chris Bosh, he's just. He's just he had a really really solid career cut short a little bit from health issues, yeah. but he definitely deserving as much as anybody. Yep. All right, so we will move on to our college football wrap up. Uh, we mentioned last week uh, Oklahoma and Nebraska were playing for the first time in eleven years. They used to legendary battles back in the seventies and eighties. I, I at least thought it was going to be kind of a blowout on Oklahoma's side, but it was a 7-3 defensive battle at halftime, and Oklahoma ended up winning 23-16, to but it was a lot closer than a lot of people thought that was going to be. Uh, Nebraska definitely showed up, and there was that. Uh we had uh, Michigan went down to Coral Gables in Miami and got a huge thirty-eight to seven win or seventeen win. Miami, the Michigan, or Michigan State, Michigan State. Okay, sorry. yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Miami had a lot of hype going into the season and got kind of smacked around by Alabama and got smacked around by Michigan State. So their seasons. Not over. I mean, they're still playing for a high bowl rank bowl, but definitely not a national championship contender. Fresno State went into UCLA and stunned uh, UCLA forty to thirty seven at the last second. <coughs> After all the hype that US, US UCLA was getting, kind of a Bad result for them, but this is a uh, Fresno State team that took Oregon down to the wire, who the next week beat Ohio State. So mm-hmm. they're a pretty good team. 
Cincinnati survives Indiana 38 to 24. Some of the shine on that game uh, got taken away when Indiana got smashed by Iowa week one, but it was still a nice win for Cincinnati. Uh, Florida almost took down Alabama 31 to 29. They had the ball uh, with a chance to win it at the end, couldn't get it done, but they definitely hung with uh, Bama and probably one of the, outside of Georgia in the SEC championship, probably the toughest match Bama's going to face all season because Bama's Bama and mm -hmm. they're amazing. Yep. And then they, probably the best game of the day was Auburn coming up to Happy Valley, Penn State, Penn State comes out with a 28 to 20 win. There was a couple controversial referee uh, moments. The Penn State had to punt on third down in the third quarter because the guys that do the the downs had messed up. It was actually third down, but they had it showing as fourth down. The referees <laughs> did not realize that. Oops. So that definitely could have cost Penn State. And then another play that could have cost Penn State, uh, they had a, it was a fourth and one. They called the play dead. I, to me, they played it dead, call it dead a little early. They did end up getting the first down, but because they called the play dead, it yeah. didn't count. Uh... To me, it was a little early of a whistle. I mean, you could argue the it. forward progress and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's a judgment call. You know, you have to you call it as you see it. I don't like it when people complain to the refs about anything, really. It's their job. They're not going to get them all right. Leave them alone. They're going to do better if you're not in their face every other minute. And it's even worse when it's... Uh, when they're getting on a ref about a judgment call, it's like, Hey man, he has to make a snap decision. What do you want? He, you didn't, you would have picked the other way. Of course you would have. You're on the other team. Go back to your, go back to coaching yeah, or whatever it is. I, I can't stand it when just let them do their jobs. Yeah. That, that judgment call, call you're talking about. I agree with the, uh, not realizing it wasn't, of course, that's, yes. that there was, that brings me back to what was it the early '90s with Colorado and Rashad yes, Salam the, the, fit, the, the fifth, fifth down, fifth down yeah, yeah. Where they, yep that that kind of stuff it's bound to happen. We're all humans here. We can try to do instant replay and we can try to have all these other things to try to correct when things go wrong, but things are just going to go wrong in the heat of the moment. That's just how it is. Either and I can't stand it when people start like giving the refs the business hey man leave him alone he's doing his best all right uh one one more note about that game it was the they call it the whiteout game where everyone in the stadium is wearing white mm -hmm. going nuts um just vi visually very beautiful they do it uh once a year for a huge game and they chose the Auburn game for the whiteout this year. It was yeah. just on television. It's just very, very visually beautiful. It's was Wisconsin doing the jump, jump around after the third quarter is kind of not not uh, quite the same, but sure. 
So yeah, that's all the college notes I had. Those are the big games. Obviously, there was yeah, there's 150 teams in the right top 25 rundown. That's yeah. pretty solid. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's move. Let's move on to the real sport. That's all right. So right let's let's get to the NFL. Thursday night we had a uh, Washington football team and New York Giants played. F- relatively sloppy game. Washington uh, had to punt, and then the very next play had a pick six to go ahead. The Giants had two drives where they got down to the 30, I believe. They had a fumble and a missed field goal. Giants kind of blew the game, you can say, in a sense. Mm. It was Daniel Jones with the fumble, too, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Uh, I said that in our in our NFL East preview. Yes, if you did. If he can hang on to the football, they could go places. But if he's going to keep fumbling the ball, ain't going to go anywhere. Yep. They're going to lose the backup quarterbacks. So the uh, Washington is... I mean, that, that division sucks. Let's just be honest. I mean... Yeah, <laughs> and with Fitz, you know, Fitzpatrick was really the thing that was supposed to kind of make Washington viable. Like they've got talent on their team, but is he, he's not. Is he out for the year? Well, uh, eight, eight weeks, I think I he, heard that injury. It's the same injury as I understand it that Tua had okay. his last year or his junior year in Alabama. It when Tua had it, it was like a big deal, and he was gone. But that could just be college just being like, look, we're just not going to play it because you got the pros coming up. Fitzpatrick, I don't know. I don't know if he'll be back this year. And even if he does come back, how big of an upgrade is he going to actually be over Heineke? We'll see. Heineke looked pretty decent that game. He looked pretty decent in that playoff game he played last year, too. So. I don't. We'll see if they even need him back. Really, I think Fitzpatrick should just be a backup quarterback on it. And I've said I said that last year. That I well, the Dolphins shouldn't have benched him. They should have kept him on. Just started him. There's no harm in keeping Tua on the bench all year and then swap him this year. Be like, all right, Fitzpatrick, you did a good job. Now let's you know we'll pay you a premium to be a backup and. Do the thing. That's the way I thought they should have handled it. And he's a smart dude. He went to Harvard. I assume he's smart. He should be able to impart something onto Tua. Now they don't have that. So we'll see what happens with Washington, I guess. Another should have probably won the game. The Cardinals escaped the Vikings. They miss a 37-yard field goal at the buzzer. I'm sorry if you're an NFL kicker, you should be able to hit a 37-yard field goal. I agree. That's pretty much, that should be easy money. That's barely longer than an extra point these days. So, yeah, you need to make those, plain and simple. So the Cardinals go to uh, 2-0. The Seahawks blew a 14-point fourth quarter lead against the Titans. Derrick Henry absolutely went off. I think he scored 51 points for me in my fantasy league. <laughs> Thank you, Derrick Henry, for uh, pulling out a win for me because I was not going to win that that matchup without that. <laughs> so, thank you, Derrick Henry. Uh, Cardinals are the only NFC West team to not be 2-0 at this point. 
Uh, we said in our preview that that was going to be the strongest division in football, and right. it's proving to be. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys uh, beat the Chargers 20-17, to another fun, close game. And the game of the possibly year, uh, Sunday night, the Ravens-Chiefs 36-35. to Lamar looked amazing. He is that entire offense. I I did not think I thought the Chiefs were going to handle them by ten plus. I I didn't see that coming, especially with their running back situation the way it is right now. And very very impressive rent win for the Ravens. Yeah, they've still got that defense. You know, the defense you, that's that wins you championships, and it can win you some regular season games every once in a while too. Yeah, it was a great game. What what else is there to say? It, yeah, you, it was kind of expected. It it wasn't the expected result, but the journey was uh, abso- pretty abso- much abso- on absolutely, track. absolutely. Anything else? Uh, wrap up from the NFL. Uh, you want to mention? Yeah, well, um, I would like to bring up. I think I might have been wrong about the Raiders. I saw them as a, and we'll see, you know, they have plenty of time to prove me right yet, but they, I saw them as kind of a middling team that really wasn't going to improve after where they were last year. And I think I might've been wrong. They, not they, just they, that they, they won impressive. those games, but how they won those games playing good defense. Carr looks great. Even with Jacobs, like uh, Josh Jacobs, like his spotty availability, they're still getting it done. I want to see them actually do well. Like, I'm kind of rooting for them now because, hey, this is refreshing. I like refreshing things. I like things to change up a bit. It's, it's just, it's fun when the Raiders are good. Well, I, I don't know if I, I've heard that a couple of times this week, and I don't know if I'd necessarily, it's kind of like when people say, oh, the NFL is better when the Cowboys are good. Yeah, is it though? Just more people are, Base, more people are satisfied. Baseball sure, analogy but. is the Yankees, just because you love her, love them or you hate them. That, that one I understand a little bit more, I guess. Well, I think it's awesome when the Yankees have a bad season because all those people, all those Mets fans at least get a season to to be like, oh, see, this is what it's like. This is every year for me. (laughs) You know, that's kind of what I'm waiting for when Aaron Rodgers gets traded next year and Jordan Love, if he's terrible. I'm sort of like, I'm not that kind of guy, but I want to see how Packer fans react it's not it's not going to be pretty and it's not gonna and be i'm going to be sitting there being like i watched the dolphins still not have a quarterback since dan marino so this is how it feels like guys well, so see, when you're always giving me crap people giving me crap about my dolphins shirt like oh did you just find that or did you actually pay money for that oh you just wait okay you just wait see it's it's funny my dad my dad yells at me and my brother all the time he's like you have no idea what it was like back in the 70s and 80s you have no idea because i don't yep and it yeah if if love is not the quarterback i mean it if even if he's not great, if he's average, that's one thing. But if he turns out not to be able to play the quarterback position, it's gonna be it's it's not gonna be it's not gonna be fun. No, it's not gonna be good. 
The other thing I would bring up the from watching the Raiders is kind of how not good the Steelers looked. Even with that win last week, it was like, okay, they won their game. Let's keep it going. The, and the Bills didn't look great that game. No, and, and they kind of came around and been like, okay, they put they put the wood to Miami this week. Granted, Tua went out, yeah, and I don't even I couldn't even tell you who his backup is, so it can't be good. So yeah, thirty five to nothing. You hate to see it, but yeah, I bet with as many three and outs as they probably got, yeah. Time of possession. Oh, I, I just, I'm glad I wasn't able to watch the game. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> if I had the option, I would have probably turned it off. Uh, but back to the Steelers, they're not, I mean, Najee Harris looks all right, but man, Ben's taking some shots, that, man. That offense, he got his if, ass handed to him. If, they, if that line cannot protect him, he'd. They're done. Right. And if they can't improve that line, they're only going to get like three good seasons out of Najee Harris, if that. Because his like young legs can get you through in a bad O-line, but eventually you need somebody blocking for you to make those holes. Uh, I hope for Steelers fans' sakes they, they figure something out with that because they could have... And just based on the talent... They could be, they're still going to be in a lot of games this year, probably. But if they can't figure out why the Raiders beat them, they're going to have a lot of, they're going to have a lot of problems. But yeah, I guess uh, other than that, we've got the game tonight, but that was pretty much highlights from the weekend. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, the game that, this is going to be a little shorter one because the game is actually starting in about 15 minutes. So, but I guess the only, the one thing I have to say about the game tonight is if the Packers don't come out and just smash the Lions, it's I I don't know I after the way oh the 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 other thing I was gonna say about that is the Saints got who did uh, oh yeah the, the Saints I the forgot Saints all the got punch. smashed around by, I by the uh, Panthers yeah yeah and. Good for them. That's another one of those, like, might have been wrong. And I think I even brought up the Panthers when I was talking about teams that might make the playoffs that didn't last year. Like, they could go on a run. Like, that division isn't super strong. I mean, outside of Tampa Bay, the Saints are such a question mark. They could be really good or they could be really bad. And now we have evidence of both. So who knows what to think about the Saints right now. I loved that. I've, I, I'm so glad you remembered that because I, I wanted to talk about that too. With the Raiders and the Panthers, those are the now I've got two teams to root for. Like, go, go, guys, get get your get yourselves into the playoffs. Sam Darnold is two and zero, and oh, the other thing I want to mention wanted to mention Zach Wilson did not look good. He hasn't looked good at either game. He had four picks in his first nine passes. <laughs> Is it? It's the Jets. It's, it's man. the Jets. It's just the it's Jets. the Jets. That's just what it is. I think maybe Joe Namath kind of like he, by guaranteeing that Super Bowl, he got his wish, but then also cursed the franchise the for franchise. all time. Exactly. Yep. Now somebody's got to do something to break that. Good luck. The Jets are friggin' terrible. Oh man, yeah. 
All right. So, uh, you got any thoughts about the overall thoughts for Packers Lions tonight? Well, I'm I've been hearing a lot, like the the pulse, I guess, of the great community at large is kind of with you on this one, where it's like they need to go out and win by thirty. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to win the game, most like. But Detroit, I mean, they got Jamal Williams. There's that weird revenge the, 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 the factor. That dude's yeah. going to want to run over Everyone in people. Green Bay loves Jamal Williams. There's, there's this Dan Campbell business that I don't really know what to make of yet. The way that they came back against the... Niners last week and the way Goff had played in that second half, it's like, oh, wow. I mean, are these, is this actually going to work? I don't, I still don't think it is, but I'm a lot more curious now. I, I think the Packers are just given Aaron Rodgers record, like his track record. When he has a bad game, he comes out and he throws six touchdowns. So yeah, chances are, that that line of eleven is probably they're probably going to get the over, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if, the, like Detroit wins the toss, gets the ball, makes like a eight minute drive, and just slows the whole thing down, and if their defense can make a play, all of a sudden it's a game. All of a sudden it's a game. Well, and, and that that was that was a lot of the issue last week is. The Saints had the ball for 22 minutes in the first half. Yeah. I mean, by the pack, by the time the Packers got on the field, offense got on the field for the third time. There was two minutes to go in the <laughs> yeah. second quarter. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I I I agree with you. There there isn't a, a scenario where the Lions can keep up in this game. Yeah, I guess that's go go pack go and. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. Yeah, so. uh, I guess I just want it to be a good game. I I want the I guess I want the Packers to win just so I don't have to listen to everybody. You know, I'm that's you're gonna find that to be a theme where I just don't want to hear it. Oh, <laughs> but, Wisconsin sports radio. If they lose yeah, tomorrow, is gonna it's, be apple I, I plug in my phone usually <laughs> instead of listening to the radio when that happens. But yeah, let's let's hope for a good game. I want to see the Lions do well. I just want to see a strong NFC North. I guess as far as I care about the Packers, I want to see a strong NFC North, and I want to see them earn it if they're going to get there. I don't want to see them going 13-3 in a division full of tomato cans. It doesn't mean anything to me. So we'll see. We got a game starting soon. Everybody enjoy your Monday night football. This has been Paul. Oh, oh, oh I no, got uh, We're not done. No, we got a bonus. Quick, quick, what to watch? Uh, Packers travel out to San Francisco to play uh, the Niners. The last two times they've been out there, they've gotten smacked around. Hopefully, that changes. We have a Chiefs Chargers uh, first game of the season of the two that they play. That's going to be fun. See how the, the Chiefs respond. Uh, the Buccaneers go out to L.A. to play the Rams. That'll be a fun yeah, game. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yes. Uh, college, we have a few uh, uh, or a couple games. Uh, the one ranked or the two ranked games are Texas A&M travels to Arkansas. That'll be a fun match. 
And then the one I'm looking forward to, obviously, is uh, Wisconsin-Notre Dame at Soldier Field. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then most, uh, outside of a few uh, outliers, it's mostly division games from here on in in college football. Mm -hmm. So get uh, to the real meat of the season. Uh, The Brewers have four against the Cardinals and three against the Mets, both at home. So we'll see if we can uh, lock up the division and get some rest for our starters. And they have to go nine and five to hit 100 wins. So I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's something to look out for. And then... The last one, we have the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits. Yeah, just up the road, about an hour away. Yep. I was actually just talking to a couple from Oklahoma at our local watering hole that are in town for the Ryder Cup. So we were talking a little uh, Oklahoma sports and Wisconsin sports and showing them some places to check out in Appleton, in our lovely town of Appleton, for the next week. So I promised I'd give them, a, give them a shout out to the state of Oklahoma and everyone that's up in, up from around the world, really, for the Ryder Cup. Uh, hopefully enjoy Wisconsin. Yeah, enjoy the nice weather. We, it's not so normal this time of year. It's usually colder and wetter. All right. Thank you for reminding me that we needed to know what to watch this week. Uh, anything else we're going to let the people know before we go? Um, I don't think so. Just uh, It's a fun, fun week for sports, uh, and everyone enjoy it. Yeah, sounds great to me. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a good night. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>